You are now listening to Call Me When It's Over. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. And I'm Alexis A. McCoy. And welcome to episode 187 of Call Me When It's Over. 187. We are almost close to 190. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You don't sound excited like you're supposed to. Okay, I'm sorry. I was having like an issue. I, w- I was going to belch, but then I <laughs> had, it was it was so many confusing things that was happening on my inside. You just struggling, huh? Okay, 187. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Thank you. That's, I can't believe it. That's all I need. We were so close to ninety, though. We we're so we we're so 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 close to. 100%. I mean, I would say like I would say you know oh, I'm looking forward to two hundred. I mean, like just every just being able to record every week is a big deal. Yeah. No matter what, you know what I'm saying. So we appreciate you guys for listening to us and for all of our new listeners. We've had a lot of new listeners come about board mm-hmm. in these last couple of, at the at the beginning of this year mm-hmm. so we appreciate you guys so shout out to you for dropping on this call me when it's over train hell honey yeah. hell yeah hell yeah so and getting you know, into your bop honey well like you know next month i know next month the well even because right now it's february like when this episode comes out it's february right technically <clears throat> right i know next month is your birthday my next month, M- March. March is your birthday. Yay! It's also Call Me When It's Over's birthday. It is cake. <gasps> you said birthday. Yay! I, I, we get cake then. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. You said birthday. I can. Re- it's, it's recorded. I, we can celebrate birthdays with our cakes. No, we plenty of people cake. do it. I think we need cupcakes. Anyway, or like I was saying, or like a smoothie. No, like a milkshake with just. <gasps> we can go to Blacktop. Cause they got the milkshake and the cake and the cookie that, that, connected. Okay, mm, that's right. a vision. You let me know how that tastes. You can go ahead and celebrate. No, we should definitely <laughs> do that. We can share it. Take a picture. I think that's great. Cake and milkshake. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? I saw a picture. I saw a picture of a squirrel and somebody that put um uh some sweets would be good right now and it says looking around even though you full. <laughs> <laughs> that's so me that is so me i would make i would eat dessert before dinner it was hilarious because the, the the um the squirrel was full oh my god it was, it was bad funny it was bad funny but um no yeah like four years is so long yeah time. that's a long time that's a long time the show's been around for a long time so congratulations yeah. to well, you we'll, and we'll, me we'll talk about that when that time comes yeah you know, we just trying day by day week by week all we can do is strive to keep getting better Oh, Why you that, sound that's, like somebody's uncle. I do, you know. Hey, listen, call me Skip. Call me Skip. Call me Skip. Uh, 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 why Skip? Skip is always an older name on Mac. Oh, Mac. It's always Mac. Uh, Either Skip or Bobby. Oh, it's Bobby. Bobby. Bobby, an old nigga name. Bobby is an old nigga Bobby name. Bobby, an old nigga name. Bobby's be, they be, <laughs> let me tell you about the world. So I'd have been there. And they call every nigga nephew. <laughs> nephew, let me talk to you real quick. Come here. <laughs> Come, come, come around this corner that real quick. That is so true. That is so true. You, and it'd be so funny because they'd be giving horrible last advice. Like, they didn't live life. Talk about, I went to the war. Knowing he was, knowing he was pushing papers. He I'll tell you right now, I was, I went to, I went to that war and I was in that war and I'll tell you, I didn't see some things. What'd you see? Your I, face is hilarious. They, they, be, they, be, they be looking, they be looking all concerned and shit. They're like, listen, I didn't see some things. Like, like they, they, their speech gets lower and their eyes get wider. It's like, I don't understand. Cause that's how they lie. You know, I didn't see some shit. See, uh, what happened? Not just the shit, shit, but you, the shit. You know, you know, um, uh, Patrice, uh, she, she, she was waiting back home for me. She tell you, she, and they always pointing back like there's something behind them. Like there's nothing behind you, my nigga. Like it's like it is not like 
like they pointed to her exact house when she still She'd be there. all the way off somewhere else. You'd be like, you know, round back, we'd have had the dog, you know, 76. I was, I was there. Oh. I was there. If you guys can see his face, this shit is hilarious. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't Bobby, Bobby Ann to tell you too. Eh? B- Bobby Ann. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bobby, don't do my mama. Bobby Ann. Don't, tell you don't too. do my mama. Okay. <laughs> she, she was there. <laughs> she, your mother, probably be like you a goddamn liar. <laughs> right. Saying that. Shit. I ain't never seen you. What you hear? What war was you in? <laughs> what war? What war? <laughs> That reminds me of the Black History meme of that lady signing and her husband oh, yeah. for oh, New Year's. That's one thing I'm looking forward to with Black Black History Month. The um the the, the, the um this day in Negro history. Yeah. I can't wait for those memes to come back out. Um, but no. So the side eye of the lady looking at her husband. That side eye was so fucking strong. He could have felt that in his sleep. As fucked up as it sounds, I always say for Black History Month, I really want to know about the first nigga that said I'm out and left their kids. Why would I, you want to know I, something I, like Because I want to know where the fuck that cycle stems from. How long even... Uh, and I we know, know what the We know is. how we were ripped. I'm talking yeah. about the first nigga that, that came inside someone and was like, you know what? I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Like, that. That that that's a, something that goes way back. Like, I wonder how how, how like... The first nigga thought about, like, you know what? Know. I could just walk out. I could just leave right I now. I could just leave right That's now. So I bet you his name was Bobby. His name was Bobby? I bet you his name was Bobby. Or Ricky. Nah, don't do Ricky like that. I'm doing Ricky like <laughs> don't that. Do Ricky like that. Uh, or his name was George or Charles. Oh, there's it's old, a Charles. Oh, it's a Charles. It's and a they Charles. Call, they call him Chuck. Why they name him Chuck? They call him Chuck. That's his nickname. Let's call him Chuck. Where they get the Chuck from? That's what, that's his that's nickname for Charles, Chuck. Oh, I never heard that. That's Charlie, a country you never, you never heard somebody heard called Charlie, Charlie. Charlie Brown Chuck? Charlie Hell Brown. no. They call him Chuck. Who, Charlie Brown, the, the yeah, character? Yeah, they call him Chuck. Every Charles nickname is Chuck. I ain't watched that that episode. The <laughs> they, even my uncle named, uh, they call him Chuck. They call every child I've ever met named Chuck. Never heard of Chuck. Damn, what do you do? I don't got and no uncle named Charles, though. I mean, neither. Well, I do. He is technically my <laughs> uncle, but that's my nigga, though. He said, I know I don't. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that is my he, That's my nigga, though. That's no, my no, nigga. no. I'm trying to think. I'm, all my uncles don't have normal names. I got an uncle named Pee Wee. I got an uncle named Floyd. Floyd is normal uh, compared to Pee Wee. His name, they call him Pee Wee. His, his name is David. What the fuck did you get Pee Wee from? And he's 6'2. His name Pee Wee. He, he railed thin. That's probably where he got Pee Wee from because he's small. <laughs> just you just answering all of your own I questions. I legitimately just thought about that. Wow. Um. Damn. Wow. That just blew my mind. That, just now. My grandfather nicknamed Yaki, but he don't talk that much. They from the sticks. They from like Vance, South Carolina. They from the sticks. His name Yaki. What's that's his, his real nickname? Name? Willis. Huh? Yeah. That, that's he a sound guy. like a nigga that beat his oh, wife. Oh, he a nigga. Listen, we're not gonna go into that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> we, he, listen, you know Willis over there smacking that girl around. Listen. No, we, for uh, real, seriously. That's gonna open some wounds. That's gonna open some stories. You know, no, no, no. Wanna I don't want to open up no stories, but he do sound like somebody that dragged his wife a couple of times. He, yeah, he, he, we not condoning um, domestic not violence. Condoning that shit, no. But yeah, he he darker than dark. <laughs> he darker than dark. Like, he funny. Like he he get a, a tan. And he wore a Jerry Curl. Yo, man, yo, money had a Jerry Curl. <laughs> I hated going outside when we wore a fanny pack and a Jerry Curl drove a van. <laughs> Like, oh God, I hate it. He wore a fanny pack, a leather fanny pack. I can't get with it. A white T-shirt, a Jerry curl, and a shower cap. <clears throat> when he would voluntarily be like, "Oh, who want to get ice cream?" I'd be like, "Oh, y'all gonna go get it and come back." <laughs> and he'd be like, "Now nah, y'all gotta come outside with me." I'm like, oh. I was five, six years old. Like, why do you have a Jerry curl? Like, oh my God, 
He was living in the day, honey. He drank eggnog all the time. Told about his medicine. I'm like, <laughs> he drank eggnog during the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh, the one with the alcohol in it. I know his stomach yeah. was upset. I believe, and he, yo, and he's so country. He ate peaches and bread. Oh, not the same type as the eggnog, but he used to always have like, a little personal bottle, like you know, like the small Hennessy bottle that niggas keep in their pocket, the little flat giant. He used to have the eggnog a flask? like that. No, no, no. It's shaped like a flask, but the personal Hennessy bottle, like the flat one, the, the small one. Like a um E and J bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. yeah. They're all the same bottles. Yeah. Yeah. But um he would buy that and, and like I was six. He I would t- pour it in there? He would he would pour it in a cup. Like he would drink it out of a cup, but he didn't eat it. But the they bought but he bought it. From like the liquor that? store, yeah. He bought it. The- oh, they sell it at the liquor store. Yeah, they sell it. I thought at the he was store. homegrown. No, 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 from the liquor store. So liquor store was right right across the street from me. So he would shake it up and like, I'm six. I tell you, I was I was I saw some things from the time I was two, so I already mm-hmm. knew what it was. He was like, "This is my medicine," but mm-hmm. I'm six years old. Like, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, right. 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 Your medicine. You can fool all them niggas. You ain't getting me, brother. No, no, no. <laughs> um, and then all my grandmother's friends drank too, so like I knew what it was. I knew what it was. I knew the deal. I I, I cannot kill that visual of him with this fanny pack. It was don't hilarious. tell me he wore slide his house shoes. No, outside. no, 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 no. He what? always had his work boots on. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was at his work. Okay, so, he was a funny. He was funny, motherfucker. Cool, cool dude though. He cool. He cool when he wanted to. For years, he wouldn't let me. I remember that when I, I went, uh, like when he would take us to his. his uh, he had a truck company, uh, and we gonna get off this because like we've been on this for ten minutes. <laughs> Um, it's history. It it's is. History. It's, it's a black history. There yeah. you go. It's this history everywhere. So he had a, a, tr- a trucking company called Bullet. His trucking company was named Bullet. 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 Yes. Okay. I guess because they get there really fast. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know how that works. But um, <laughs> but whenever he would, he's he like he's so adult. Like he's so against everybody growing up that he believed that when we would go get breakfast, only adults are allowed to get breakfast sandwiches. The kids what? have to get plates. I was the last time I went to one of his jobs before I, I worked. He gave me my first job when I was eighteen. Uh-huh. Um, well, he gave me my first legal job because uh-huh. I, you know, well, um, um, some because uh, I didn't do some of you. I always just had a job, money, yeah. So, but um, he uh, he, th- I was thirteen and we went to go get food and he didn't buy me a sandwich and I'm like, bro, I'm thirteen. I get bacon egg and cheese all the time. Like he's like, no, you got to get that. You can't no sandwich. I'm like, I am thirteen. What do you mean? Like, so I would always say, like, I, I, I want to go down south to go see him and um tell him, like, no, now, yeah, yeah. Tell him, no, now you get the plate. Oh, my God. <laughs> you get the I'm buying. That's you so get the petty. Plate. That's so crazy to me. I don't know. I, my uncles and stuff, my, my oldest uncle was, mm-hmm. um he was a bartender. Oh, yeah? For, like, my, all my life. Yeah. Like, when he died, they did like a memorial at the bar mm. and everything. Like he had been there since since I remember being like, alive. Like, like some Harpo's juke joint. Like yeah, they <laughs> had like a a, a a jukebox in there and stuff like that. That's fire. That's fire. And, Is the bar um, still around? No, they mm. tore it down. They Damn. tore it down because they did like gentrification and like that whole makes block sense. was tore down. But my uncle was a bartender. He was illiterate. He couldn't read. But he was a business owner. No, he was just the bartender at the oh, bar. Oh, he was just. Oh, I thought he owned the spot. No. Okay. Um, and you then, know how in movies the bartenders be owning the, the bars. Yeah. No, he was just the <laughs> bartender, and um, he was illiterate. But every time that I would see him, he would give me ten dollars. Like every time that I saw Lucky him, he would get, give me ten dollars, and I probably saw him three times a week. Like lucky you. I'm trying to. Be I used to hustle down my uncles all the time. Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, I need lunch money." My mama gave me lunch money. It pays to be a young girl. 
I was like, oh my God, I need lunch money. So when my uncle, when I became an adult, Mm -hmm. (laughs) my uncle was like, you owe me $2,000 lunch money. I was like, hey, I I spent it already. I I can't give it back. Long, it was an investment into my future. Hour, that's it. My uncle Peavy still owe me pizza. He promised us the last time I saw him. He promised us that he was gonna buy us pizza and take it to the circus. And he owed me a bike, even though I never rode a bike and I didn't want the bike. <laughs> but he owes it to me because he said I was gonna get it. Uh, uncles are so amazing. When you get, a I'm trying to be that uncle that be like, oh, hand out twenty dollars just because. But like, here you go. Um, my uncle, my uncle Floyd, mm-hmm. a liar from way back. Yeah. Like he, he point, just, he, he he walk forward, he step forward when he talked. No, he stepped back. You know what? He bow-legged. So, oh, no. so he really stepped back when he talked. So he a liar. So love my uncle. My uncle has, has is a pivotal per- person in my life with my upbringing. Mm-hmm. I was like the daughter that he didn't have when my parents split or whatever. Okay. And um, I remember one day, like he, we would go on family trips together. Mm-hmm. But he said that he took me and all my cousins and them to Disneyland. So I've been to Disneyland, but my cousins and them didn't go with us. Yeah. He talking to this girl like, oh yeah, I took my nieces to Disneyland. Wait, did, when he talking to, did he have like his hand on the wall, like and leaning into? I don't know if he her? had. We were outside. <laughs> I, I think it was like leaning on the car. So my uncle was an electrician, so he made really good money. Like he was an electrician for. Did the he have state. a lot of keys on his waist. He have a lot of keys and a lot of shit in his pocket. <laughs> still to this day, um. So he was like, when he's like, he was like, well, he's still kind of like this today. Yeah. One of those men that he made six figures already, and that was like uncommon. Like he owned all of these. He had a car for every day of the week. He's like, look at these young little niggas walking around with money. I had money since you was right. born. Like. like, he's like that. So, he talking to this girl. was like, yeah, you, you see my see my nieces and my nephews over there? I done took them to Disneyland. It was nothing. You know, I just went to. So, he was like, we done rented out a cabin. So, I'm listening to him. He was like, tell him, Alexis. I said, when the hell did we do that? Like, he was like, you remember that time? I said, no, I don't remember. So I, I will remember for $20, though. Like and he was like Lexus, you remember? I was like, ah. So why parents do that? Adults always do that. You remember? I don't. So I was just like, Uncle, you never took us there. So literally in my mind, he looking at me. He was like, I told you not to even come over there. I was like, Well, why are you getting mad at me? Because you didn't lie, told this never last lie, and seven year old me is like oh i never been there with you like <laughs> you're such a truth teller because i'd be like i remember that time you owe me 20 dollars too <laughs> no but i was just looking at him you know how you look at somebody and you trying to figure out if they want you to say what right. this shit. i was not reading the signs i was, turn your like, side, your head I to was the like i we never we never did that he was like alexis we did that i was like <laughs> i went with you i went to disneyland with my mama <laughs> like that's funny just, it was it was just <clears throat> uncles are unique. They're unique individuals in your life. I, I feel like uncles don't get enough praise. They sure don't. I feel like uncles don't get enough praise. Because your uncle praise. step in, your uncle is your like your second father when Pretty you much. don't have a parent. Yeah, when you got you a know? good uncle, yeah. Yeah, when you yeah. have a great uncle. Like my uncles and my cousins and stuff, especially my uncles were mm-hmm. like people that I was just like, Oh my God, like they're yeah. so dope. All my nieces and nephews can't wait to talk when I come around. They, yeah. they when they find out I'm coming. It's You're like, a great uncle, though. Thank you. You're a really good, you. good uncle. Like my oh, you know James and Andrew. They they look up to me. Yeah, your you're a really good uncle to your nieces. That like I feel like that's a big deal. Like that needs to. Yeah, uncle aunties. Uncle, and, you always hear stories aunts. about aunts. 
But uncles, you'd be like, oh, you know, people people be like, that's my favorite nephew. And they'd be like, is it really your favorite nephew? Right. Or is it your favorite nephew because just your your, your um, brother's are right. sister's only son? <laughs> right. But come from a big-ass family like me where you got 15 fucking nephews. Yes, it's hard for me to pick who's my favorite. Yeah. Right now, it's Ricky. Rick, I think Ricky always going to be your favorite because he looks just like He you. does. Outside of like Andrew. Andrew's me. Like his every his vernacular, the yeah. way his, he's me. But outside of Andrew, like I love all of them, but like Ricky, my favorite. Yeah. He's the, he's the one that like I get to throw him around and stuff. So. Yeah. yeah I don't he's know. Fun one. It, that's cool. And I'm JoJo, gonna... my brother's son, like he's my second. Cause... Shout out to nef- to uncles and, and how aunts. I make aunts. But uncles, we talking about uncles right now. Uncles and how amazing they are and how much they play a pivotal role in a child's life. So Hell yeah. Hell that's cool. Yeah. Shout out to all the uncles. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm a and thank you for telling me I'm a great uncle. I, I agree with you. You agree with me? I'm a great fucking uncle. So <laughs> you I'm are, like, you are. I'm still a big ass kid myself, so they love you when I come around. Definitely are. All right, let's get things started. <laughs> so our shout out for the week, separate from the uncles, <clears throat> that was a positive thing. But yeah, that was just we um want to um shout out our send our condolences to Copa Bryant's family and Gianna's mm-hmm. um family for the the death of Kobe Bryant and Gianna on Sunday and, in a prank plane yeah, crash. Yeah, and the uh, I I learned and the names of, of the other families, yeah. but I can't remember. And them, all of the, the people other, that were in yes. in the prank, from the pilot to the um the family, the other mother, and the, the other mother, the the husband and a wife and the daughter that passed away, and their families as well. This is um. This was kind of not only a hard situation because it was just so abrupt. It was very abrupt. Um, It was a hard situation because you start to think about, for me, I know I was looking at it from the perspective of Vanessa, from mm-hmm. Vanessa's perspective and her babies, her daughters, mm-hmm. because um, they just had a baby. Mm-hmm. And to know that, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with, I, I would have, for me, I would have been okay with just losing my husband, right? But to lose my husband and my baby at the same time, mm-hmm. that was, to me, that just was so... That's a lot. That was so much. And then just to hear about the whole family, like the husband, wife, and the daughter getting killed, and then a wife that had the three kids, and then a pilot mm-hmm. that had his family. You know, it, it's, su- it's such a, a hard thing when kids lose their... When anybody loses anyone. Yeah. But in this particular case, I was just like, you know, not only does she have to bury her her husband, she has to her bury daughter. her daughter. And the, like, people, you know, like, I listen to my grandmother, and I listen to, like, a lot of people, my mother and all that speak. And um, you people that are... I remember where I was at when John F. Kennedy died. Mm. Like, these are moments I'm never going to forget, because... I was walking. I was in the train station. I was waiting yeah. for the train. I had literally like pulled my phone up, yeah, and to look at Instagram, waiting for wait, wasting time. And then this uh, painter I follow called Blue the Great, like uh, he's he's dope. I've been following him for some years, even before he was on Instagram. Um, <clears throat> he had posted a picture of Kobe that he drew, mm. and he was like, and he said, he said, I always looked up to you about what the and it put hashtag this is unreal. Like he didn't put RIP or nothing. And because we see so much in social media. We're triggered to automatically think somebody died. Yeah, and and I didn't want to believe. I was like, I was like, Kobe not dead. And uh, wait, no, actually, I said, what? Well, Kobe ain't dead, is he? Like, and I flipped two pictures later, CNN they reported that he was out. Yo, when I tell you my body dropped, I was yeah. like, what the? Fuck? I think it it wasn't realistic to me. Like him dying. It my, just I was my hoping my relationship it was a rumor. with death is just like pretty 
interested anyway. Like I just have this kind of like, you know, m- you know, I just let things just be like, as surely as you're going to live, you're going to die. You know, I mean, well, it's the same. Th- it's, it's, it, you, it's true. You accept it. But the way, like the way we handled Kobe is the same way you took Maya Angelou. Yeah. It's all about I, your connection. I, yeah. No, yeah. I'm not talking about that, but even mm-hmm. with death in general, oh, yeah, like for yeah, me, yeah. it takes yeah. me a lot. I have a lot of build. I have a lot a high tolerance for it because mm-hmm. I've seen so many deaths at such a young age and I have to deal with it because I'm, my family is so old. Like mm-hmm. my, my, my parents and stuff, their siblings are old. So, um, but it didn't hit me until they said that the baby was in there. Like, that the daughter had died with him like that really was like oh my god and i will say about the whole situation like that just that situation like i said i've been watching kobe he's been yeah. since i was 12 yeah so to see somebody that like when prince died i felt the same way yeah you know god god hopefully it ain't soon you know but when rick flair dies i will feel the same way yeah these are people that i've been around they li- watching, inspire you, know? you yeah exactly and um to see a situation where um because uh, Kobe was loved by everybody, mm-hmm. literally, like even people that hated him, like you could yeah. hate him forever. Um, to see a situation where n- a news broke out and his wife found out from the <sighs> that news is so before disgusting to before me. the sheriff's department got to reach out, yeah. that like, I because I had saw so, I had saw somebody that I follow. Um, uh, matter of fact, the designer we talked about the FBCC Bay Area guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't ever remember his full name, but uh, he was he did a rant like, "Yo, fuck TMZ," and they're trying to get them canceled. They're yeah, and they to just, get them- at this at this moment right here, they deserve it because you are so thirsty for a fucking story that, that you'll willing. report something before. Yeah. Like she found out through social media. It's so funny that you said That's that. That's disgusting because. Um, I said that to somebody the other day when, when this was happening, I was like, that is the worst thing to find out on social media that your loved one is, is no longer with me. Yeah. I, I know what that feeling feels like when I was in college, my mom, uh, my grandmother passed away mm-hmm. and my mom told my cousins and stuff and like everybody in our family not to post anything. And I went on social media and my cousin had posted it and I was broken. Mm-hmm. I was broken on the inside because I didn't hear from people that I, like I didn't hear it from somebody that was close to me or somebody informing me to give me a yeah. heads up. Yeah. Like I heard it. It's it's like hearing it through the grapevines mm-hmm. type of thing. So mm-hmm. I really feel for her. I think that's like extremely disgusting. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I will say that people are doing and I can appreciate is that they're really highlighting his positive attributes because we have the tendency when people die people like to say well he was this person so you know whatever that that happened a few hours after he died that's the fucked up part but i think it has been overshadowed i'm glad that it has been overshadowed with a lot of positivity people i mean me thinking about it his work ethic when i was in the gym on monday was very being in the gym on monday after that was not was not the best energy but i Mm -hmm. tried my best i remember rowing on the row machine i was like I got to have determination because I'm looking for a goal. Yeah. And people, a lot of people come out saying Kobe would have wanted people to, to keep to going keep for yeah. or keep striving for what you want. I was like, that's a motivation. I'm trying to um, prepare my body for something. I want to be in good shape. So I can't let this mess up my mental, yeah. you know. I mean, speaking as, a, uh, as you already know, an ultra competitive person, mm-hmm. like watching Kobe play the way he plays, like I bought. NBA Live, I've been playing live since yeah. the, since uh, 95, but I bought Live 98 because Kobe Bryant was in it. Yeah. That's why I wanted it. That's yeah. a big reason why I wanted a PlayStation, you know? And then to see somebody go from an all-star 
at like 19 to becoming a five-time champion. Mm-hmm. Um, he beat every team that I loved, you know, and to watch somebody who just like a player that just doesn't miss a shot mm-hmm. or seemingly he doesn't miss a shot. And then to see that, to hear stories about him being in the gym at four o'clock in the morning before it's everybody the else gets there. the passion and the dedication that yeah, I like think. He was obsessed with being a, better. That is so amazing about Kobe mm-hmm. to me. The obsession to say, I can't this if I'm I can't breathe without doing this. If I can't breathe without doing this, I need to be the best at this, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful legacy that he leaves behind Mm -hmm. that determination of I can't breathe without doing this. I'm going to be the Mm -hmm. ultimate best. When people when people said he can't win a ring without Shaq, he won two more without him. Mm. Like every time him and Shaq, Shaq says. Because Kobe was going to be inducted to the Hall of Fame this year. Mm-hmm. And um, him, Tim Duncan, and I forgot who else it was, but he was the first ballot. Mm-hmm. And um, Shaq was like, the one thing I hate is that we can't joke with each other about who has more rings now. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna, he, and Shaq's going to be the one to induct him. He was like, that's going to suck. I can't hear, oh, I got two more than you or, you know, like, or what? Yeah. And it's. I know that's really hard on him. I mean, he got one. No, does he have, because three, three, four? Shaq got four. He got one more than him. Excuse yeah. Me. I'm sorry. I had to um, what I was about to say, um, I know that can be really hard on Shaq mm-hmm. because of the fact that they basically grew up together. And they, they had beef for a while, too. And yeah. I, I'm glad they ended that years ago. Yeah. I'm glad they did. They basically grew, grew up together as, like, brothers from opposite mothers, you know? Mm-hmm, pretty much. Um, So we definitely want to keep um Vanessa and her babies, their babies in our prayers and continue to um move forward with his legacy mm-hmm. continue to create positive energy around it and, and remember the words that he spoke unto people that spoken to you mm-hmm. his fans and allow for I w- i'm gonna say this allow for people to grieve ab- about kobe properly and gianna the way that they know how yeah. because you can't tell so i'm people, trying to dictate that yeah you can't tell people why are we still crying about this if people want to post every day if you Let don't them. feel like seeing they post every day about that then unfollow them but allow for people to grieve how they want to you know it's us we have so many people in the world that are that inspire us and uplift us and we never even seen them we never even talk to them mm-hmm. we don't got their phone number mm-hmm. but they inspire us to be better versions of ourselves or they motivated us to do something mm-hmm. that we would never would have thought to do so that just shows that we all connected and it's bigger than us but you know allow for people to go through their grief process it it might you know this situation is gonna last a little bit longer because we still not only have did he just die and it's almost about to be a week but they also have to have the funeral so people are still gonna relive Mm -hmm. those moments and they're still gonna post so uh, if you don't want to see the post unfollow those people or just log off of social media in general because it's gonna be there yeah no most definitely like it's it it, i'm i'm very happy to see so many open so many men openly yeah grieving about it which is very important yeah and then you know when people question oh why are you crying it's like you don't understand the connection that so many people had like a lot of people like myself grew up without fathers yeah you know what i'm saying a lot of people didn't have male figures in their lives and this is a man that they watched grow up yeah we watched him become a a champion we watched him become a father we watched him become a husband we watched him become this mentor to to other people coming to the league yeah we watched same same way we watched lebron grow up like me and lebron are only like a year apart yeah but it's like watching 
in front of our eyes, these people just be become greater and greater. And, and LeBron greater and greater. is like taking it really, 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 really yeah. hard. Yeah, him, uh, Kyrie Irving is too. Like everybody cried. Mm-hmm. Everybody cried. Not because Kobe was be- he was beloved. No matter how many people he beat, you could yeah. hate him as a person. Yeah. you know. But um, it's like I I, I do I do have a, a a few discrepancies though. Like not with with him. You know what I'm saying? But with the way situation the situation is handled. Um, like social media wise. Speaking. Yeah. Um, I hate that. I hate that when it, when it, it takes a death for people to be, to be on some like, Oh, live now when it's important. It's like, why, yeah. why didn't you remember that before? Like, we all know we got a time where it's going to end. So it's like, you might as well do everything you want now. Don't wait to, for death to motivate you. Yeah. Don't wait for death. Like, it's cool. If you don't, like, people do the rhetoric of reach out to, you know, let that shit go, which is true. That's for self. Like, to let, that's for your health to let go of any animosity you have. Yeah. That doesn't mean you have to reach out to anybody. Just mentally let that shit go. Forgiveness is forgiveness is for yourself. You know, but at the end of the day, it's like we got so many people who are who who are like you know beating pretty pretty much beating a dead horse for lack of better words. They're looking for attention. Yeah, it's like we get it. it. We get it. Life is short. We get it. We get it. You don't have to keep repeating it. We all know it. So question is now, what are you going to do moving forward then? Yeah. If you know life is short now, what are you gonna do? And how is it how is your motivation that you're speaking to other people? How how is your life gonna be an example? for those people yeah no we'll talk because like when we speak of legacy people think that legacy only means career it's like kobe's going to be remembered for everything right now he's not even getting highlighted for his basketball career yet yeah people are speaking about how how great of a dad he was his character his character and and that's what that that's the shit that sticks forever forever and i think that i think that that's the beauty of this I, i mean i know that people are probably doing this for clout but um i like the fact that they're creating this um, fathers love your daughters. Oh, the thing. girl, the girl dad. Yeah, had, uh, girl dad. Yeah, which is right. dope as fuck. Well, I think that I mean that's a beautiful thing that came out of that because mm-hmm. Gianna and Kobe were very close. You mm-hmm. you have so much footage of it. You see it from mm-hmm. the beginning, from when she was a little girl, how Hell close yeah. they were. Hell so yeah. you know, it's just like Steph Curry and Riley, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, if it's bringing positive energy out of that. You know, not saying that be, some people probably might be doing it for intentions. A to, lot of people doing it for, clout. you know, you yeah. know, for clout. But I mean, at the end of the day, how many, um, how many people, how many dads do we know that really are like that for their their daughters? And yeah. you know, Valentine's Day is coming I up. Mean, it's a lot this... of people that that don't little girls that won't be yeah. able to don't feel love. Maybe we can love on our kids. For Valentine's I Day hope this motivates of, somebody to do something. Yeah, love on our kids for Valentine's Day instead of yeah. buying a damn gift. No, like, yeah, that's a, that's a fact. Like right now, like, and I'm I'm a I'm gonna say this much on some real shit because in a, in 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 the artist community, mm-hmm. this happens a lot. The, the I don't want to see no. The murals are cool. You the people who did it and then get no money for it. Love yeah. it, love that. That means you genuinely care. The for- motherfuckers who are about to start selling T-shirts, the motherfuckers who are about to start selling Kobe prints, all that stuff. Like, if you are going to do that and and let it be a memoriam, give it a few months. I don't want to see your because we. Oh, and this is this is the double sword I have about um social media. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, there are there are people who genuinely care and want to do a memoriam for somebody. Right. But then there's a lot of people like, oh shit, this is about to trend. Let me hashtag this. Let me make this. Yeah. And it's like that, that happened with me with Nipsey's death. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, there's something, I'll probably never make a, a Nipsey Hustle painting. Mm-hmm. Like ever. 
ever. Cause there's so many people like it's so shrouded with people who just want to be seen yeah. and want to be like, I'm going to build a career for just, I'm going to paint this. And like, you're going to get all these followers and you know, people are going to compliment, but it's like, I don't want to see anybody, any, and I've done it. I've done it with Nipsey. I'm following and blocked a lot of people. If I see anybody I'm following making any fucking money off of Kobe's image right now, I'm blocking them real quick, mm. real fucking quick. That shit makes me sick. Yeah. Sick. It literally fucking turns my stomach to see that somebody's going to want to make money off of somebody's uh, demise. That is complete bullshit. And I hate that it happens in our community so much. There's yeah. bull, there's niggas going to be outside with bootleg teacher. I don't knock nobody hustle, but do not do that right after somebody dies. Yeah. Do not do that shit. That shit's sick. I to mean, me. to me, I look at it. It makes me upset too, but I also look at it from this perspective. If you don't have enough empathy, in your heart to even think about it from the perspective of this is somebody's family member right, that's gone. Right. That's where I'm going. Yes. If you don't have yes. enough empathy, that's something between you and God. Hell yeah. And if you don't have enough empathy, your empathy, your your lack of empathy is going to cause for your own demise. Hell yeah. You know, so, Hell yeah. you know, you can sell them T-shirts. You can you can sell them T-shirts. You can do all this stuff, all the stuff you want. Just like, you know. They sell. They used to sell T-shirts about the 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 Black Lives Matter thing. Oh right, and this is this is what and I'm saying. And they have the names of all the people that are dead on them. That's where I'm that going. Like the people who capitalize off of yeah. someone's demise Where the Black or something Lives Matter that's trending now. Right, you feel me? It's not trendy anymore. You know what I'm saying? So like, I recently saw somebody I know um do something at a Puma workshop, and Lauren London was there because you know the marathon continues. Mm. Uh, shoes just came on the whole collection. She went and gave a painting that she made of Nipsey Hussle to Lauren London, mm-hmm. but made sure she took pictures with Lauren London with the painting mm. to post it. Mm. Now, if you genuinely just wanted to give it to her, I would respect that. But there's too much of if I don't take a picture of it, it didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that that's, that's for me. That's me yeah, speaking. That's I mean, me. That's me. Because I, I, I feel folks. like there needs some. There needs to be some kind of morality, some kind of integrity. It needs to be something. I I agree. Morality and integrity and not preying on somebody's vulnerability because at this point she she can't touch him she can't feel him right you know? she has her own reminders I, of him if you die i don't want nobody to give me the fucking painting of you i got pictures of you all in, in my phone in my house you have your reminders like i have my reminder i don't need a painting I, I mean the gesture is beautiful if you just want to send it yeah i mean i don't know for me and then yeah if you want to send it great but mm-hmm. i'm not about to you're not about to send it to me. Bring it to me and then take a photo with me. Right. That, with that's it. where I'm I would be like, okay, Because no. you just want niggas to repost your yeah. shit. That's what you're doing it for. Like, if on some for real, for real shit, if, if, if I decided to make a painting right after, right after somebody I cared about died, I'm definitely not going to be like, I know somebody who did that when, um, the, when that kid junior got killed. Mm-hmm. I, I know somebody personally and I can't, I cannot stand. I don't, I, I judge her character as as a uh, business person mm-hmm. she has terrible character when it comes to that because she's a fucking clout chase and it pisses me off so her actions make you her upset. actions are terrible yeah. so when junior died i mean, well, he got killed and people like the person who did that mural of him did a free of charge i respect that when she was out there in front of his memorial putting the painting taking pictures like finding a reason to uh, finding a way to get to his mother to say oh i gave her this picture of junior i made this picture of junior i gave it to her i'm like you a fucking cloud chaser mm. you a fucking cloud chaser you wanted to be seen yeah and there's too many there's too many artists who do that shit 
it's like granted i'm not i'm not opposed to anybody doing a memoriam um in memory of of anybody i'm not opposed to that but don't sell nothing don't chase to go fucking take pictures with their family yeah. members don't do that shit like this there has to be some kind of fucking moral and because social media makes celebrities such a big fucking deal everybody just wants to chase the fame that it pisses me off it's like it's so the respect is so diluted at this yeah. point it's ridiculous for me, I think I agree with you, and I. I'm gonna get I, off my soapbox. I, I, no, no, that's not a soapbox, but that's for real. For me, I think that um, I can only speak for me. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, say yeah. this yeah. that when Kobe and his and Gianna come to my mind, the first thing that I think about is his kids, and I send up his kids and his wife, and I send up a personal prayer. Yeah, and say, you know, Lord, keep keep them, protect them. You know that sometimes is enough you yeah, don't you yeah. don't have to post you know the memorials uh, everybody plays a part that's my right. that's my everybody that's plays my a part. that's my my overall I agree. of what i'm saying I agree. everybody plays a part some people pray behind closed doors some people pray in front of out of in front of everybody Publicly, else yes, yes some people might write a story and send it write a letter and send it some people might do a video i mean mm-hmm. it's just different ways that people express themselves and show their condolences to somebody mm-hmm. in this correct particular case. i agree i agree um so you know you you i mean let's just have empathy and let's have integrity when we're talking when we're speaking about somebody's loved one that is not here anymore agreed I agree we just 100%. have to have empathy, empathize, try to understand what they're going through, what their mental see their is point like, of view. Correct. see their point of view, Correct. and then have integrity. If this was me, and if this was my my wife, if that was my wife on a plane, would I want this to happen to me? Would I want that? Right. If that was my baby on the plane, mm-hmm. would I want that to happen to me? Well, if that was your husband. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm saying like, yeah, put yourself in their shoes, empathize, yeah. understand no, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. it's not going to be an easy process. Hell no. Cause you're going to have to see it all over the news. Yeah. To, like it's going to, it's going to be a story for a very long yeah. time to come. But I just, I, I just want you like, I agree with you. I want people to have empathy. I yeah, want people to understand. You know what I'm saying? These. So like I, I, like I, I, when it happened, like when I was at, I was at work, I had to go to work that day. And like literally I got to a point where like I went downstairs to go do something and I could just, all I can do is stop and say thank you. Mm-hmm. Literally all I can do is stop, all I could do is stop and say thank you. And I said a prayer on my Instagram story because I knew somebody probably needed it. Yeah. I felt compared to do it's it. It's a lot of people that needed to, to find a way to like understand mm-hmm. what was going on, you know? Cause it felt surreal. It was. It was so sur- it was surreal, but it was also one of those situations where where do I put my feelings? Right. What do I how do I feel? Like where do I put the feelings at? Like right. do I cry? Do I am I just supposed to sit here and listen and take in all of this information? Do I just accept it and move on? Do I just accept it and move on? It was just it's so many things, so many feelings that people but at the end of the day, Kobe's legacy will never go untouched. Hell no. It will be um a legacy that people will know years and years. Our kids will know about who Kobe Bryant is and his daughter Gianna. Um th- everybody will know who uh everybody will know who um they are. So, I mean, I think the beauty of his legacy for me and how I received it is a person that was determined enough and knew mm-hmm. that he can be with all of the things that he said he can be. Yep. And he was willing to work hard as a motherfucker to Key get word, there. Keyword work. Yes. Hard as a motherfucker to get there. He got there. Then he did not just sit 
and decide that I'm just going, oh, I got here. Like his business acumen was this, he attacked it the same way he did his NBA career right after he was. So, you know, he didn't say, I'm just, I got here. I got in the NBA, so I'm good. No, he came in. He was like, I'm going to come in and I'm going to work. 10 times harder because I'm going you, you to win and I'm going to succeed. So, I mean, his legacy is just, it's that determ- that determination, man. Hell yeah. Hell like, yeah. you're talking about somebody, you're talking about an individual who knew at 17 years old, I want to be the greatest. At that- 17, where people was like trying to figure out what the hell they was going to eat, fries at- and burgers. Like At 17, niggas is still trying to get pussy for the first right. time. Right. You know He's saying? like, I want to be, I want to be a legend. I want to be, I, I want to have a legacy. Right. And his legacy is, it's, it's proof in the pudding. He, Hell yeah. He didn't done it. I mean, what do you, what do you think about your, when you think about yourself now today mm-hmm. and just, I mean, let's just go back and, and, and go back to our 17 year old self. Mm-hmm. When you were 17 years old and now coming up, you're here at this age right now. Would, did you think that your, what did you think your legacy would be? Um, I didn't really have a legacy in mind at 17 because I knew since I, well, actually I'm lying. I knew at nine where I was going to be. Yeah. So I knew I was going to end up being like this big time artist. Yeah. This, like I knew I was going to be something like, and it, not even thinking about fame. Yeah. I'm speaking of just being important. Cause like I knew I was going to be important to something and, and, and to somebody, Yeah. you know? And, um, of course, like, you know, plans for your life change they as sure time goes on. like my artistry advances all the time yeah you know so i've done things that i couldn't even imagine that i was going to do you know things i didn't think about but i'm I always know i was going to be an artist yeah like and funny when i was 18 um my spanish teacher miss morell i i told you i told you I, I dropped out of high school so i could take care of my family mm-hmm. um i ain't got no kids i'm talking about like my actual siblings. <laughs> siblings yeah but um she said, so what are you going to do? I said, well, I don't got to worry about it. I'm going to be a big time artist. She was, oh, it takes some years to be a great artist. I said, oh, is that really? Really? Hmm. Okay. And this is before MySpace took off. Uh, this is before all that shit. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll show you. Yeah. I'm I'm good. Like, I'm not. I'm, I've done some things. I've accomplished a lot. Well, before I even turned 30. Oh, my gosh. You know, well, before I even turned 30, I've done. I've done. I've, I still have people to this day asking me, how how did you get like, how did you do this? How do you do that? Like, right. how do you get into these spaces? And it's like you, you uh was it is it eric thomas that said that i forgot who says it. it's, it's like i'm I'm gonna fuck up the quote but it's like i'm gonna paraphrase it yeah you know it's like the 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 person who um does uh does more than what they pay for will eventually get paid for pay pay more for what they do mm. you know it's like that and it's true like when you put the effort in like somebody buys a painting from me i have no problem coming deliver it to the house mm. that's cool with me i have no problem going to do all these extra stuff like people want me to like that's my effort to put in because i want to build these great relationships yeah you know granted a lot of people are not around anymore but people will people will forget the things you say but they'll never, never figure out how, how you treated them and yeah. how they how you make them feel exactly yep. and there's there's a lot of that's a maya angelo quote there's some people there's some people that will say they don't. They will say they don't like me, but they don't understand why they don't like me. Right. But when I die, there will be more people saying how great I am, way more than 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 they can say. Oh, Tony was a piece of shit. Yeah. Or Joseph Boy did this to me. Or like you know. Um, I knew at seven that I was gonna be in entertainment. Like I knew I was gonna be a performer at seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably knew way before that because. You know, entertainment and writing and performing and all of that type of stuff was my exit strategy, right. was my scapegoat because I was an epileptic and I couldn't figure out 
how to um, really express myself mm-hmm. in a way that people understand me. Mm-hmm. So I did it through song. I did it through the dance. It was just my way of expression without actually using my words, but expressing mm-hmm. myself. Um, I, I really don't, I didn't see myself um, being a person that would go into film. Mm-hmm. Like I would use media so much. Like I, I started off in theater. Theater was my life. I, I I told somebody this last night. I was like, when I read Shakespeare for the first time, blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Like I was my my like my mind was blown. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my god, this man is like writing all this deep ass shit. I want to be like him. I want to be the black Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. The black female Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would say it all the time. I would say it all the time. And uh, so when I was in high school, I had the opportunity, my my sophomore year of high school, I had the opportunity to do a Shakespeare competition. Mm-hmm. And I came third in the state. And then I realized that I had so many different ways of expressing myself mm-hmm. that I don't want to box myself in. So um, my legacy for me is just all about allowing for every every person that i come in contact with to be full like when you leave me i want you to be so full of life Mm -hmm. like the best i want you to be so full of life i want your life to be you to to live in your fullness heard it and and feel like every time that you talk to me you left me with your spirit happy Mm -hmm. or you left me motivated to start something new or you left me releasing something that you didn't know that you needed to to release like to me that's my i don't know for people with me with people i just want people to remember me as a person that always looked at the best in them Mm -hmm. and wanted to pull it out of them instead of saying who you are or what you can't accomplish, you. I just wanted to see the best. I wanted well, to see you, everybody do the you best. You have you have an advantage. Like think about how many people say they don't like you because you're too nice. Oh yeah. You already have an advantage. Like you're you're good. Like you're a great person. Not to say yeah, everybody's a bad flaws. person. Yeah. It, but every every everybody is a great person to an extent yeah, when they're allowed to, to be. To but like people, yeah. people, when 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 you hear somebody say they don't like me, they're like, oh, he's arrogant. Yeah. He's this. He's that. When people say they can't take your emotions or how great, how happy you are all the time. That's a weird thing to be mad at. Like people are like, I she why is she so bubbly? She's oh my god. Like those are great things yeah. to be in life. You know, and it's like when I hear people say they can't take the kind of person you are, I'm like, damn, you must be a really angry person. I think your I think the beauty about your legacy, um, to me, and I can see it, mm-hmm. is that and it it has motivated me like a lot with us being together. I used to hear a friend of mine say that he's an actor. So he was like, I couldn't, I can't do, I can't see myself doing anything else. Talk about LA? Mm hmm. Well, you can say his name. Okay. No, we, but no, he's my friend. Him, yeah, we're going to shout him out. Yeah. Um, oh, he's an when actor we, in LA. When we, when we know successful people, we say yeah. these things. Yes. My friend, um, in LA, he's an actor. And I remember, um, he, used to say i can't see myself doing anything acting this has to work mm-hmm. no and plan b at baby at the time that he was in he was a great actor but for him it had to work because he has lost everything else right i respect that you that motivated me but you i see you put in 20 hours it can be like 20 hour days 30 hours you asleep probably like 4 or 5 hours in a week or whatever and Seeing that that's not my motivation, that they ain't what I yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, how yeah. I can function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that you 
you obsess about what you do. And then when it's done to perfection, like it's not a time that I've seen you do something and it's not, if you worked on it, it's perfection. It's like, it's so close to perfection that it's just like, you can't find no flaws in it. So it just be, it motivates. And it sucks because I'll be critical of my own stuff. (laughs) It motivates me because I am one of those people that when I produce anything, it got to come, it got to connect. It has to happen. It It can't be no other way. It can't, if God gave me, to me, I live by this rhetoric. Mm -hmm. If God gave me the vision, why not execute it? Why not? If I don't execute it, then somebody, then it's going to leave me and I'm going to look at somebody executing this vision. No. Don't pass the the song. Um, don't pass me by the Lord. Mm-hmm. Whatever you doing, don't whatever blessings you giving out. Please don't pass me by. Mm-hmm. I ain't passing them. My blessing ain't gonna pass me. I'm gonna grab it up out the air. Yeah, put it in my pocket. We going with it. Heard it. It's funny because I remember. Shout out to uh uh Patrick cousin Patrick. Shout out to Patrick Austin. Uh, before when he wouldn't get on social media for so long. Yeah, and I'm like, yo. Cause you gotta do, you gotta do. Yeah, he, you know he's an amazing artist. Yes, he is. And it just so happens that we we were like that's the beautiful thing about that it. is it, two it, artists in one family. That's, that's so ironic. That's very rare. Like two that great painters from the so same family. Ironic. That's why I always say it was written in the stars. It was meant to be. But um, and when we have kids, they're gonna be painters. I and, feel it, and I'm not gonna be mad at that. Yeah, I'm not gonna be mad at that. They gonna just they gonna grow up to be greater than me. Just, I hope just one out of the two. That's cool. I don't care what they do as long as they're creatives. I really I don't care. Boy. If they want to tell me that they want to be scientists, that's creative to me. Like, yeah. I don't care what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Just do it, you know? But um, he would be like, yo, I don't want nobody to like, and I hear so many people say this, I don't want nobody to take my ideas. I don't want... It's like, that's the beautiful thing about being a creative. God gives you visions. It's not worried about anybody copying wow. off of you. For real? It's not. If whatever God gives you, just do can't it. Nobody impl- and can't nobody manipulate that. The idea that he gave you, he gave you the instruction. That's like, I always use that as an example of Noah's Ark, right? Mm-hmm. God gave Noah the instructions, the details, all everything on how to get this boat to mm-hmm. be functioning correctly so it can mm-hmm. float on top of this water so we can have all these these animals, every he, he animal. Told you he to told him it. the details. So the person that's trying to watch you from the sideline, like he on the other line, stalking your page, to, trying to get the get the detail. Okay, so he'd have measured it. He had measured. So it's two and a half. Yeah, got you, got it you. looked like he. No, nah, it's a two by four. He ain't using on him, and he using the. Did a he? Screw. Did he just jump? Yeah, he just jumped. <laughs> is he using rope to hold that up? What like, kind of how's that working? Nylon. Rope. He. <laughs> so the person that's studying your page or studying you how to figure out how to how to build the boat ain't gonna have the same. I they ain't gonna be able to replicate. I said all the time, I can give you the tools, but that doesn't mean you can do the work. They ain't you gonna be able to do me, it. You get, so you no tell one that came up mm-hmm. over the water, mm-hmm. your boat still underground, ain't made it. No motor, no nothing. No nothing. Can't catch no wind in your sail. He can't. His boat ain't making it up over the water because he got holes. His measurements is messed up. Mm-hmm. It look, it look, it looked the same like the boat, but it's some stuff missing. That's right. You know, and I, I, and that, that's the thing. Like people, like people would always like talk about my line work. Yeah. Whenever I post something or whatever, it's like, man, like how you do it, how you do it. I'm like, but if you understood <laughs> the amount of time that I only spent doing lines, no yeah. full pictures, no nothing, just lines, literally. Like from 2011, when I like really incepted my, I accepted my style. My style yeah. found me. You know what I'm saying? Like been painting for a long time, but my style found me in 2011. So my shit yeah. is still a. It's only it's only 2020. My shit's still a baby. Yeah, it's still right in infant stages, and um, literally that whole summer for three four months, even 
I didn't do anything but lines. Literally. Um, and they're so crisp. Like, I was like, yo, my shit need to look like a fucking machine made it. It's like, so funny I that you to. say that because um the plug so pen and blue is um doing a custom bag line just shutting that out. Um and I have the privilege of having a sample bag because you know he I'm the love of his life and he got to give me a bag. <laughs> and um you know I ha- I'm his personal advertisement, his marketing, his this ambassador, the pen and the blue ambassador. First one. And I showed um the bag to my coworker and she was like this look like he scanned it on here. I said, no, boo-boo, no scan. No scan. That is all handwork. She was like, no, really? He didn't scan it? I was like, No stencil, no nothing. No stencil. I said, sis, well, he don't do none of that. I was like, I can show you, I can show you on his, on his page how much this line was, but it was just so, so clean and so crisp and so, you can tell you put your love into it. You put your hard work and your dedication Mm -hmm. and you never leave anything behind no i can't you don't and i I mean i think that what's what makes kobe's legacy so great is that he didn't have ass hell no he didn't have ass to get where he said either i'm gonna win or i'm leaving right he like either i'm gonna give 110 percent or i'm not coming out at all and i think that's i'm winning here i'm leaving to go win somewhere else we're winning right so you know i think that's the beauty of that's one thing that people kind of miss when it comes to legacy Mm -hmm. is that Either you give your all, mm-hmm. give your all, to or don't do it, or don't do it. Yep. Because people are gonna see giving your all. They're gonna appreciate giving your all. They're gonna love giving your all. They're gonna um. They're gonna accept giving your all. Mm-hmm. They're gonna accept the giving of the all, the energy, the the. I ain't gonna accept nothing less mm-hmm. than what I'm giving. They're gonna accept the attitude. They're gonna accept the ego because they know that you're giving your all. Your shit is unmistakable. It's unmistakable. Your shit is right? unmistakable. Yeah, man. You're yeah. giving your all to this, and you're saying, "I can't be. I'm not going on less than this." Nope. Like I didn't. I don't work so hard. I got to this point. I'm gonna work harder because I need to be better. One twenty. And it's um shout out to myself if you As guys always. don't. <laughs> If you guys don't know, I'm, I'm teaching enough a pro- productions. Love is enough productions, and I am teaching a producing your passion project class on Tuesday, February the fourth at six thirty mm-hmm. p.m. at <clears throat> Harlem Dream Center, and is located on our Facebook page. So go ahead and check that go out check and that slide out. through. Go check that out. But one thing that I'm I'm gonna speak about in my class is that you have to have a purpose for why you do everything. Mm-hmm. What's your purpose? Me. Like, what's your purpose for why you paint? What is your purpose for? I I can't do anything else. Not not that I'm not physically capable or yeah. inapt to do anything else. Like, literally, this is how I breathe. Like, you see any? You see, I don't. I can't sit and not do anything. Like, I it, it is literally my men, my mental. Like, so this is my air. Out what your purpose is. My your legacy go far, way further than yeah. Your oh yeah, my I I was I was I was put here to make things to make things better. Like yeah, I my that that fat kid. I was that fat kid at the back of the class. Like I am here to bring normality to the art world. Like the same way you can go to McDon- McDonald's to get a job, there should be no starving artists. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't exist. I agree with that. That shouldn't that be. Is- it, it shouldn't be a a look down upon to say I want to paint. Yeah. Should, yeah. Or I'm oh you gonna struggle. Oh my right. god. So I'm, you gonna put struggle on me already? I ain't even got started. I remember I remember I tried OK Cupid for literally two weeks. What's the for okay fun, the, a dating the, thing. Oh, the dating For thing. fun. It wasn't just me. It, yeah. was, it was but I got on and this woman asked me what I did and I said I'm an artist. She goes, Oh, so you're broke. I was like blocked. 
Your oh, mentality is fucking wow. horrible. It's so funny because I had to last night. I was in this meeting and I was talking to somebody and my we were talking about our production company. So I was like, oh, I got a small production company. And then I was he said, I got a small production company. Like, and I remember small. you saying, stop saying that your production company is small. It ain't. And I was like, you know what? Our production company is small. He was like, well, it's small as, as far as money. I said, I get my shit done. That's your claim, nigga. That's my your shit claim. get done. And, and I'm okay. Like, I don't have to penny pitch for nothing. I budget mm-hmm. myself. Whatever I say I'm going to do. Do it. I'm going to do it. Do it. So just because my production company is a small, just because I got, I don't have $10,000 in the bank. I ain't Tyler the Perry shit. That shit. I, the shit that I produce gets done. That's it. Speaking, it gets done. And speaking of legacy, which Where? you, yeah, you are amazing. So I tell you that all the time. Um, Which, I mean, of course, everything you get, you deserve. So. Um, you do work. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you work your ass off. So, but um, speaking yeah, of legacy, that. to switch things up a little bit, okay? Because we got well, we got like about eighteen minutes left. Okay. So, um, speaking of legacy, the Grammys, the Grammys, happened. and I read an article about the which for some reason the Grammys still matter to people. Okay. Like I know it's Lil Wayne said it himself. He's like, yeah, now you just don't say Lil Wayne. You say Grammy Award winning Lil Wayne. Yeah. Like, which I get it. It still holds some kind of uh, it has legitimacy. It has, it has clout. I get it. So I read an article about how almost literally almost every black artist passed up black media on the red carpet mm. to go talk to every other platform. Mm-hmm. And um, I, for- I forgot the name of the company, but he was he was like, um, he said it cost us fifteen hundred dollars to be out here right now just for this red carpet, mm-hmm. and every black celebrity's passing us up. And I'm like, I know for a fact that's true because yeah. I see it all the time. Like whether you're a small or a big company, they're gonna go to entertainment tonight first, and that's not always the artist's fault. Sometimes that's our management. It's their management telling them they don't have time to talk to that. Yeah. Now, since we have a thing against how the Grammys treats us, do do you believe that? Because we're black media yeah. at this point. Um. Do you believe that we need to really show some love, show more love to black media? Like not just Essence and like bigger uh, platforms like that. Like, do you think we really should have some kind of an obligation to speak to black media when it comes to shows and things of that nature? Um, Or, or I should say, at what at what point? At what do point? you but do the black media need to pay their money to be there if the if the if they're not going to get the same treatment treatment as other media that's where i was thinking no i'm not about to pay my money to stand outside and not be spoken to i agree like let's just be clear i mean and if you want to speak to black enchilant people become the media at jay-z's rockefeller reach out to them reach out to them yeah yeah go to obscure places i like that I, yeah, like I would go that. to the brunch. If I'm a media person, I'm a, let me figure out how I can get into this if, brunch yeah, and, be, if, and be priced. Because they're going to have red carpet. They're yeah. going to have they're gonna have uh, their own media people if there. If they allow media, then yeah. yes. Try or to just in. a private, hey, let me, if I'm able to do something on your red carpet to talk to you guys about the Grammys a little bit. Or at least it, just some pictures. Yeah, just some pictures yeah. or something like that. A photographer come in and do a couple of photos. Reach out to them. Like, you don't got to pay me. Yeah. I'll come do this. That'll, I'll get work off, the, off of this alone. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like you just got to figure out if I'm not being accepted or treated in the, in the way that I want to be treated. Why keep going back? Why do I keep going back? But where would you go now? <laughs> where would you go to <laughs> your motherfucking you house? Shit. No, and, and, and that's, that's where I'm at. It's like, I understand that the Grammy still have some, some kind of legitimacy. I can't take away from the institution because it's been around for a very long time. Yeah. I get it. But 
as as a black business owner, as a as a black creative and as a black a part of us being a part of black media. Mm-hmm. When do you tell yourself I'm not going to keep going to these institutions that don't treat me well? Yes. When do you when you do you start thinking that? You just have to tell yourself. I mean, every time your $1500 invoice come, you just need to tell but, yourself. But in turn, how many times do we turn down going to 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 um black events? Also, we can be at the Grammys. Yeah. Also, we can be at the Oscars. Why do we not go to? Why do we not keep treat everything with the same energy? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like it's okay. You don't want to go to this. Black- I mean, I just, I, I, to me personally, sorry to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like the Grammys <clears throat> is just so overrated. I always extremely. thought that it was extremely, extremely. I mean, I didn't. To me, growing up, the Grammys did not equate to the BT Awards. I was so excited to see the BT every Awards. year. Every year. The Grammys to me does not equate to the VH1 Awards. And we speaking before BET had the cipher. Right. Well before that. So the Source me, Awards, the Vibe me, Awards, right. Soul Train Awards. I mean, like I mean the hip hop awards is fairly new, but even that yeah, has yeah, 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 yeah. more clout to me than it's it just has more it's it's more entertaining. It's more it's more diverse it was more diverse at that time. Agreed. Now music is sounding about the same. It's but all, the yeah. Grammys is really like they bring up these people that don't nobody know about, but people in the middle of the country or if you're listening to a drama, it's it's really it's really like you see the same people, it'd be another person. They really, really focus mostly on country. It's really a country they show. They focus on everything white. <laughs> yes. It really is a country show. They they always they have a big country section. So it's like I don't listen to country, I, so why am I here? That is and and that that is it for me. It's like when do we say, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna put money to the BET Awards. I'm going to put money into the, the Soul Train Awards. Because the Soul Train Awards are up in their production every year. Yeah. You know, I understand that it's not, oh, you know, like, I get it. It's, it's, it's not the Grammys. I got that. But how long do you think the Grammys took to be important? Yeah. I mean, the Soul Train Awards, Soul Train Awards doesn't get as much clout because it's on TV know. One. Yeah. They, yeah. Now that they brought they it back a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. on TV One. And TV One, our, it's a black network. It's not crossover. Pretty much. It's a black It's not crossover. Mm-hmm. Great of a network as it is where it's like showcasing you know um um untold stories yeah uh, unsung unsung unsung. it has a lot of really good show now if they show my wife and kids yeah yeah yeah, they have a lot of great shows on our but it's not gonna get the views that because only the black community knows about tv one it's a black network it don't get blasted no yeah i mean it has a lot of clout but it's not like it's not like BT. Yeah, because BT's been around for since right. the eighties. Yeah, yeah, BT's been around for so a long time. So it's like, I mean, but people just have to figure out what in twenty twenty. You just have to figure out where is my where will my energy be sufficient at? Uh, yeah, where what? Yeah. Where would I? Where am I gonna be? Where I feel like I'm getting? I'm I'm putting in one hundred and ten percent, and I'm getting one hundred and ten percent out. Right, of not that. even where do I fit. Right, exactly. Don't even think about the where I fit in. Is where am I sufficient at? Exactly. Right. I agree. Where am I sufficient at? Where am I gonna get the best? The best of me is gonna be seen, and I'm Agreed. gonna get the best out of that situation. Agreed. Agreed. One hundred percent. It's not. It's not always about you, but when you're in, when you're feel like you're putting a ten, one hundred and ten percent, you got to be getting something back. Oh yeah. And if you're not getting nothing back, then I'm not coming out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's I'm like, not coming out. I'm not coming out on stage. What are we doing? I do appreciate that the Grammys give they they award everybody included in the project. Yeah, like they do. You know, even in the um, uh, the Spanish Grammys, like the Latin Grammys. Yeah, they like you can get a Grammy for artwork. 
yeah. on an album, which is important. I, th- I you know? think that's a beautiful thing. That is beautiful, but like all these other award shows could do the same thing. Yeah. If one, if, 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 uh, who was it? Say if Eminem won a Grammy yesterday, right? Whoever produced on that album gets a Grammy. Yeah. It, any other it award show sense. could do the same yeah. thing. MTV does it. Anybody could do that shit. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want us to be it's, it's, as 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 a black man. I don't want us to always keep running. Like, when, how do you make change if you keep running back to where the problem is? Yeah. Every year, you're like Tyler the Creator. Like, I, I know people, you know, fight to win Grammys to prove a point, which I respect. Yeah. I respect that shit 100. But Tyler the Creator said it himself. He's like my like he, he uh, Flower Boy. And then Igor, his last album, these albums were not traditional hip hop albums. Yeah. Tyler the Creator is not a traditional hip hop artist. Like he is a more a, alternative. He's alternative at this point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He raps, but he's alternative at this He cares about percussion. He cares about, he cares about like instrumentation. Like he cares about being creative and making songs. Um, and he said in his speech, he said that getting, uh, nominated it's for, is, is, yeah, it's a backhanded compliment by saying best rap album. Like, I mean, to me, and you, we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. I felt like he should have, he shouldn't have accepted it if he didn't feel like he. I, but I understand he he did it to prove a point, yeah. not just to the Grammys, but to prove a point to the His people fans. who doubted yeah. doubted him. Oh. So after, like, I get that's a personal thing. I get that one. But then now, at this point, you shouldn't go back to the Grammys. You should never no, go back. No, he now. should never. He should never try to be nominated or anything. You should never go back now. No. You should put out pure. Keep putting out what you put out. Don't care about no nominations. Don't yeah. care about. Do not. I mean, go. they should basically. It's so funny because at the Grammys, they they commended Beyonce and Jay Z for coming because you know they weren't coming because they was just like, well, what the fuck are we doing here? Like Jay Z boycotted the Grammys years ago. Yeah, years ago. He's like, what am I gonna go there for? And Beyonce, no, I'm just gonna win anyway. So they're gonna send it to my house. Yeah, <laughs> who cares? You know. But they're they're so far in their legacy. They don't give a fuck about they that don't. stuff. They don't. They just came up putting and up I think shit. I, I don't even think you need to be that far in your legacy. Be be in your legacy right now and say, I I, I, ain't, I ain't coming out for less than a hundred thousand. I agree. Nicki Minaj said it. I use that line all the time. I'm not coming out for less than a hundred. If I know I'm deserving of a hundred thousand dollars, I'm not taking anything less. I'm not taking anything less. Uh, Young Thug tweeted the other day. He was like, uh, one point one point five for forty five minute show. Thank you. He got paid uh, one point five million dollars for a forty five minute performance in Dubai. He was like, I'm not taking anything other than under that anymore. Yeah, and I respect I mean, I that. I respect that too. Once, if somebody's willing to pay for it, every time I got paid to do a live painting and my price went up, like, and yeah. they, they, even if they offered to pay me something else, I can now say I got paid that. My price goes up. Yeah, I'm, I'm two, two, three, four hundred dollars worth more than that now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it has I mean, to you just up. can't, you just can't come out for less. So, just your legacy consists of keeping your your standards and knowing that you don't have to result to anybody's normality. Hell no, because. Your normality is just enough. Shout out to my uh, good friend, uh, Travis Cameron. He always says something to me. He's like, the price just went up. Mm-hmm. Every time you do something great, the price just went up. And it doesn't necessarily mean money. A lot of when people hear that, they think it's monetary. It's like, no, now your status goes up. Yep. Now your creativity just went up. Now, now your, you, follow- your following goes up. You need to do more to get to yeah. me now. And it's not about being elitist. It's like my time is valuable at this point. It is so many things. It's so many people that I'm just like, you're a great person. Mm-hmm. Love you. Mm-hmm. You're awesome. Mm-hmm. Can I be in my circle? Never. You don't deserve to be in my time. 
And that doesn't mean I hate you as a person. That means you're a waste you, of my time. You're not a person that I want in my tribe. I'm sorry. You know how many people feel some type of way because we ain't speaking in, in a while? It's like, my nigga, what, what are we going to do? We're going to do the same thing every single Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? You just want to hang out? You and know, respect- like, and it, it is nothing wrong with hanging yeah. out. Yeah. But my nigga, when are we going to start talking about, when are we going to start looking forward as a people to Friday to hang out and start saying, yo, I want to buy that building or I want to do, and yeah. and everybody's not meant to be on yeah, no, no, I'm no, just no. saying like, how can we get together and do something productive? Yeah. Even if it's starting to daycare. Tri- I'm going to shout out my tribe. My tribe is like, the people that I know that I love and they love on me and mm-hmm. they're entrepreneurs, they're, they're business people, they're they're following their dreams. They're in the medical field. They're in the music industry. They're they're screenwriters. All of these amazing people that I know that's mm-hmm. in my tribe, I commend them because they motivate me. Yeah, they motivate me. They motivate yeah. me to be the better version of myself than I was and, in this last. And decade. Those are the people we need to stay. And I for the and rest I keep them. I keep them. So shout out, shout out to everybody that got a tribe that you know. Oh, they they killing it. They killing it. Not just. Uh, on the front but their their personalities their Hell characters yeah. is killing yeah. it you know you need when you leave your people like everybody needs to see that everyone around you is a great person right like if i'm like if, i want them to be like i can see why y'all friends yeah like yeah i don't want to i don't want to see i don't want to see like all right all right you're the smart one you're the funny one like have that but like everybody has a, a specific character trait yeah but if i don't see that morally that all y'all are the same yeah. Nah, something wrong, bro. Yeah. Like you cool, but you talk about niggas behind their back. No, that that's that's a discrepancy. Yeah. I need, to, I need to be defended when I'm not around. Yeah, that's true. I need to be defended. I need to know that like if I'm going, you got my back. You're you're my ride of that. Yeah, you As know, not say. even all, all on some fighting shit. It's like, all right, if I can't handle this, I can't be here, I can call you but like, yo, like I right now you I can call you and be like, listen, I got somebody I wanna want such and such. I need you to go talk to them. Because you know what I'm worth. Beyonce that um that Lion King song. Don't let them sell your power. Yep. Your power. Your power. They feel away. Yep. Oh wow. Yep. <laughs> Bro, because I'm gonna tell you right now, when God shines through you. Yes. When God shines through you. That's a word you, right there. Ain't when, nobody gonna stop you. No. And whatever he got for you, it's you. Can't nobody take it from you. Can't nobody strip it for you. Can't nobody steal it from you. It is yours all day long. That is it. 24 7. That is it. Um, I mean, we got like eight minutes up, but we good. Like, you want to go eat? I'm hungry. You hungry? <laughs> you, I am hungry. I'm hungry. Let's we just want to say um, thank you so much for supporting us yeah, and yeah. being our tribe for everybody that has been supporting us Hell for yeah. the from last year for um, and also at the beginning of this year and mm-hmm. accepting all of our amazing interviews. I hope you guys are listening to the podcast and yeah. checking on our interviews. Um, and also checking out our desks. Shout out to FCBC for um always con- they connect so many dots for us. Like we didn't know so many people go to our church. Yes, <laughs> that's true. No, so our church, our community. It's not, big, well, I'm bro. not gonna call it our church, but our community. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is um, it's so it's large like, and wide, wider than we think. And we're right so honored. But uh, yeah, this has been episode 187 of Cold I'm your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. And I'm Alexis A. McCoy. We thank you guys for coming back every single week. Yes. Please do not forget to subscribe. We are available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play. And you can catch us on our homepage at RageWorks.net and also on our Facebook page at Call Me When It's Over. Yes. Don't forget to check out our um, motivational videos Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And our Dead Sits every Thursday. At RageWorksNetwork.com too. And RageWorksNetworks.com. Yeah, because you said RageWorks.net. <laughs>
which is oh, the, still the site. It's still the At site. RageWorksNetwork.com. I'm it's sorry. The, yeah, it's still the same um, thing. Don't forget to check out our uh, motivational videos and also our That's It. Yeah. And go ahead and chime in and speak with us and talk with us we want to hear from you if there's anything that you want us to mention on the podcast or you have a business that you want to promote we are down for that if you're on the show if you're on the show <laughs> if you're on the show or you can pay for promotions either that way. too that too <laughs> um and as always speak up speak out and leave your ego at the door We're done. bye